Now, what about our network? The network is fully intact and ready to go operational. This was an incredible moment, the man thought as he plucked the bud from his ear. He removed the SIM card from the phone and handed the device back to the subordinate. I want you to initiate stage one as soon as possible. So I have your permission to activate the network then? You do. And whatever happens, don't lose sight of the bigger picture. Chicago Allison Taylor hadn't planned on going out drinking after work, but it was a gorgeous summer night. The sales presentation was pretty much complete, and everybody else in her department was going. It was only supposed to be one drink at R.L., but as things often go, one drink led to another, and then another. The party worked its way south, hitting Pops, Shaw's, the roof bar atop the Witt Hotel, and finally some seedy dive bar just west of the loop. Before any of them knew it, it was 4 a.m. and their presentation was in less than five hours. To counteract the heavy volume of alcohol they had consumed, someone had suggested the nearby 24-7 pharmacy for charcoal tablets and caffeinated beverages. But the idea was put on the back burner when they noticed that the tiny burger joint across the street was still serving. There's nothing like grease to absorb the alcohol molecules in your system, one of them said. After cheeseburgers and fries, they conducted an unsuccessful search of the pharmacy for charcoal pills, loaded up on energy drinks, and then headed for the subway. Since two of the women lived in the suburbs, Allison invited them to stay at her apartment, where they could borrow clothes and head into work with her in a few hours. The fact that one of the women was five inches shorter and the other seventy-five pounds heavier was lost on all of them in their drunken state. They spent the subway ride cursing the bright lights of the train compartment, downing Red Bull, and wondering how much sleep they could grab at Allison's before having to leave for the office. At Division Street, they stumbled up the steps from the Blue Line platform and out onto the sidewalk where they began to head east. It was in the crosswalk at Milwaukee Avenue that the unthinkable happened. A taxicab came flying around the corner and slammed into Allison. Her friends watched in horror as she was tossed into the air and then landed headfirst fifteen feet away. All of it had happened so suddenly. Everyone was in shock. As the taxicab sped away into the night, neither of Allison's friends had even gotten its number. The only thing they would be able to remember was the color of the vehicle and that its driver appeared to be... Middle Eastern. Chapter 1 Basque Pyrenees, Spain Six Days Later In a sixteenth-century farmhouse, a dwarf known to intelligence agencies across the globe only as the Troll, lay bleeding to death as his house burned down around him. He had made a very serious mistake— but it wasn't until he had pulled his hands away from his throat and had seen the blood that he had realized just how serious. There was no excuse. He should have known better. The woman had been too attractive, too perfect, too much his type. She had described herself as an erotic gourmand, with predilections ranging from troilism to crematistophilia. But it was her fetish for peculiar body shapes particularly dwarfism, known as morphophilia, that had convinced him they were perfect for each other and that he had to have her. 
precisely because he had seemed too good to be true, he had checked her out, thoroughly. When satisfied that she was legitimate, and after having admonished the director of the academy, as it was referred to, for not having brought her to his attention sooner, he arranged for her to be flown first class to Bilbao. There he had a car meet her at the airport and take her to the train station, where she traveled southeast into the Pyrenees. From the moment her feet touched the ground in Spain, he had had her watched. The nature of his business demanded that he be extremely cautious. She had been advised to bring nothing but her passport and the clothes on her back. He had requested her sizes in advance, and assured the academy that he would provide everything that she would need. When her train arrived in the sleepy mountain village, another car was waiting. The driver was professional, and kept to himself as he made his way to the next transit point. Occasionally, though, the driver's eyes wandered...